0: This is the Varsity, a sports podcast from the Record North Shore, your nonprofit local news site.
1: Howdy, folks, and welcome to the latest episode of the Varsity Podcast, a podcast where we discuss everything involving North Shore high school sports. From the Friday Night Drive, I'm Michael Dwojek here with the Record North Shore founding member Joe Coghlin. Happy New Year to everybody. Uh, We are in 2023. Hopefully everyone had a good holiday season, a lot of fun memories and good time spent with family and friends. So um, hopefully uh, everyone had a good holiday and is ready to jump back right into things um, as we uh, enter probably one of the worst months of the year. That is January. Hmm. Um, But uh, we've got a fun stuff to talk about to kind of get you through everything. Uh, we're going to do our regular four-quarter format, as always. First quarter, we recap all the holiday hoops that took place in the last couple weeks. Um, a lot of good stuff took place from our area team, so we'll get you all caught up on that. In the second quarter, we're joined by new Trier boys' basketball player, Jake Vegan. Um, he's going to talk about how the team did at Pontiac and just that experience. Um, in the third quarter, we'll play our first edition of week, uh, Way or No Way, our weekly game, where uh, we uh, argue or agree upon some propositions out there. And then the fourth quarter, we'll split things up. Uh, We'll look back at 2022 real quick um, and kind of give our favorite moments from the year, um, but also kind of look ahead and uh, talk about some sports happening this weekend, um, including a big uh, girls' basketball tournament. Uh, Just before we get started, quick reminder that you can uh, subscribe to the podcast anywhere that they're available. Make sure you let us know. uh, You know, subscribe, do everything Um, you know, you can kind of spread the word as well. We always appreciate everybody's help um, when it comes to, you know, the podcast and the kind words and everything else. Uh, We always appreciate everybody's, um, you know, listening. Obviously that's the biggest thing when it comes to a podcast like this, but uh, let's jump on in, start things off here in the first quarter. I'm going to bring Joe in here as well. Um, We'll start things off probably with the biggest tournament of the past two weeks, um, and that was the Pontiac tournament New Trier boys basketball uh, competed in that tournament um, and had a fairly strong showing um, in a really uh um, strong tournament there, there Joe um, kind of dropping their second uh, round game against Curry, but um, some good things that we kind of saw from the Trevians over the past in uh, in the, the four day uh, tournament there.
0: Yeah, when you you know when you play teams that are also ranked, in whatever 10 20 range that you don't normally play it's it's good to know that uh you're right there with them or they're you know you belong where you are in the rankings i think Nutria proved that um you know you would have liked to see them they went 2 and 2 in the tournament uh they won their first round game then lost to to a very a uh, very good curie team who always plays well in that tournament and uh and also in bloom in, in the i guess that would be the um fifth place game um, and Bloom's very good. Um, Bloom, I can't, I heard that they were good and watching them, um, I was able to stream that game. They were very good. But So they were right there with them, both games. They had leads in both games. Um, and uh, they just kind of couldn't finish, um, didn't knock down some shots in some key spots, things like that. But um, I say they were 50-50 games throughout. So um, very good. I, I think a good showing. I think they were disappointed overall. They wanted to come out with at least one more win. Um than they did. Um, and then uh maybe come out with a three and one record. I don't if they beat Curie in the second round, they would have had Simeon in the third, the semis. And I don't know if they were ready for that matchup um yet. Um Simeon's playing at a very, very high level. Um, but who knows? Yeah. Curie is shooting. So but two and two showings, it's fine. I know they wanted more wins, but it doesn't really change anything for I think who they are as a team or who we thought they were.
1: Let's talk about that first uh, loss. Or Nutria started the tournament with a pretty, you know, commanding 50, uh, 63 to fifty win over Warren um, to start the tournament up, and then they uh, um, lost uh, to Curry fifty to forty-four. Um, what did you kind of notice in that game, Joe? Where um, Carlos Harris had nineteen points uh, for Curry. Um, kind of Nutria wasn't able to really kind of lock him up as much as maybe they probably wanted to. Um, but I mean in the third quarter of that matchup Nutria went on a 10 nothing run to take the lead so it wasn't as if the game you know was far away or anything like that
0: yeah coming out of the break at halftime new went on a nice run um ran some efficient offense and, and got out and hit some buckets and um they had they had a lead by I think it was um seven eight points um so it started like you knew you knew cure was going to make a run but that run that they made keyed by Carlos Harris um was really just kind of put the game away. And that's because they did a lot of it, most of it, in transition. And they they kind of exposed maybe a weakness in the game. And I talked to Jake Began about this a little bit, too, in that their half-court defense is pretty pretty robust. Nutrier's is. Uh, it's one of the best in state. But you get them in transition a little bit, and uh, it's more of a scramble for them. Um, they haven't quite figured out all those pieces yet. And obviously that's a more complicated defense, uh, transition defense. But I think that's one area they want to improve in. And, and uh, Curie took advantage of it with their own run. Um, I think, you know, 11-0 or something like that to answer right back. Maybe it was 13-0 run. And take a lead into the fourth quarter and just kind of hold that lead there um, and kind of keep Nutrier, um from coming back. But in that fourth, Nutrier had some looks. Um, you know, Fegan had some looks. And Ian Brown... Had a couple looks in which they could have put it away or could have uh, mounted a comeback and been right in it, and they just missed them. So fifty to forty-four, Curry playing at a very high level. Um, I don't think it's anything to be ashamed of, but uh, I think they do have some regrets on that one.
1: Is this kind of do we kind of see what could be New you know, downfall, and especially in a playoff game or something like that, where you know you live by shooting and you die by shooting, and if new if this New team goes cold like they did against Curry. Is this something that kind of maybe precludes people from being like, well, Nutria can maybe make a deep run or is a top 10 team because if they do go cold, that can really hurt them, especially in these types of games?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think it's definitely um, part of their big part of their games, the the perimeter game. Everybody on that team can shoot. I mean, even um, their seven-footer. I call him seven-footer. He's a 6'11", but, you know, uh, Tyler, yeah. Van Dorp, I think he had two threes in that tournament. He's not afraid to step out and shoot, um, but everybody can. But I think they know that. And I think they're working on it. You saw a lot of things from Fegan in that game. Who's known around the state as a sharpshooter, but he did a lot of his work inside. He got to the free throw line a bunch more than 20 times in the tournament Um and shot at like 92% or maybe 90%. And he did a lot of his work inside back cuts. They found him. So I think they're working on it. Um, We know that Tyler Van Gorp scores a lot inside Um, and, uh, They worked on breaking down defenses and getting some more shots for Fegan and and others, easier looks, but yes, it's a big part of their game. So I do think they have to diversify that a little bit just to, as you said, um, counteract what teams are going to do against them.
1: Uh, Nutru went on to beat Pontiac um, who had their first win in the tournament in a long time. So that was kind of a fun story from the tournament on the first uh, day. Um, But uh, they beat Pontiac and then they went on to play Bloom um in the fifth place game um where bloom held on uh, to win 50 to 47 uh nutria missed the last second three to tie the game um joe a close game throughout and just uh kind of an, an, another thing another game where um you know you just kind of need to battle it out and kind of make winning plays at the end of the game
0: yeah i think that was it i don't think they were going to run away from bloom and i don't think bloom was going to run from, away from them pretty evenly matched teams different things well uh bloom really kicked their butt on the glass though and i think that was a big uh point of frustration um for for the trevians players and i'm sure coaches of course uh bloom was bigger uh and they took advantage of it and they got a lot of rebounds i think it was like i don't know if they doubled them but it was about like 23 to 13 or something um serious advantage on the boards um and that that led uh, did a good job all over the week feet in the, end of the game. I think he got to the line 12 times, uh, which is really a, a nice high school effort to get to the free throw line. Um, but he missed some free throws down the stretch. Sorry to, sorry to throw you under there, Jake. But And they also missed that three-point shot. So it was really just a back-and-forth game, really good fifth-place game. I had heard coming in how good Bloom was, and it was, was going to be a nice season for them. Um, I think they might be the class out of those south-suburb teams uh, this year. Um, and uh, they showed it. That's a very good bloom team. All
1: right. We'll talk more about Nutrient here from Nutrient in the second quarter and third quarter. Way or no way. Simeon, like Joe mentioned, topped uh, Bennett Academy to win uh, the championship pretty easily, 52-39. to 39. Uh, Simeon's Jalen Griffith won the MVP award. Fegan um, joined him on the all-tournament first team um, along with Julian West, Jeremy Fears Jr., Bennett's Nico Abrucera, and Brayden uh, Fegbemi. All right, let's there's some other hoops taking place as well um, over the holiday break. Uh Loyola Girls um had a strong uh, game against Libertyville. Weren't able to kind of match up there, not really in tournament play, but just playing there before the um before the holiday break kind of happened, Joe. Um a tough loss against the Libertyville team that's 15 and 2 right now. Um, and you just kind of see Loyola um they're winning all the games that they should be winning, but kind of curious to see. What's your thoughts about how they're performing against teams that you know are among the best in the team in the state?
0: Yeah, I've noticed that too. They got a couple losses against a couple of the state's big boys, but early in the season they beat Stevenson. And I think the other night, whether it was last night or chance ago, they beat Trinity, who's pretty good. Um, so I know they want a couple of those games back. Um, and I think you know, they probably tell you they could be undefeated or they could be one lost team. Um, so they're right there. They, I think they're still kind of figuring some stuff out. It's still at the midway-ish point. They got a lot of conference play coming up, and uh, even another shootout I think coming up. So they're gonna they're gonna have to play some good teams here coming up, and I think they're gonna prove themselves. They're they're a good team, but they are a lot of first-year varsity starters and rotation people, uh, rotation players, and uh, they can just uh, smooth all that out for the postseason. But I think they'll be fine. But yeah, I'm sure they want a couple of those back.
1: Nutria girls kind of got back on track here uh, competing at the Dundee crown tournament, losing in their first game, but winning the next three, um, the cap up a three and one
0: tournament, uh, kind of a strong performance kind of what we've been looking for, um, for Nutria girls. Yeah, it was nice to see them string some together right before that tournament. I think they won uh, a couple as well, uh, maybe two or three or maybe two in a row. I can't remember, but, uh, so they got off the Schneid, then they won those two, then going 3 1 the Dundee Crown. I'm sure they wanted to get kind of in that top, you know, the winner's bracket. But um, winning three straight games out in a tournament, coming home with a trophy, even though it's a consolation trophy, is is nothing to sneeze at. Uh, it, it's good for a team that that's shorthanded and learning to play without that hand. <laughs> um, um, and uh, I think they're figuring it out a little bit. Now they have to grow the game, um, shoot out over the next few days or this weekend. And, and that's a that's a big morale booster and, and important tournament for for girls basketball. So it should be a fun weekend. And we'll see if we can get some wins there.
1: Loyola boys competed at uh, in Florida, uh, losing one game, winning a couple there. Um, obviously it's, these are always tough for us where we don't know the Florida team. So we don't really know exactly, you know, the caliber. Like It's easier for us to talk about Pontiac and everything like that since we know the team's a little bit better, but these Florida tournaments are always interesting. But um, Good for Loyola to pick up a couple wins, but also a loss there. Um, It should be interesting to see how they kind of apply that as they head into uh, January here, returning to conference play as well.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm interested to see. I know... You know, looking at the scores, uh, they were kind of low scoring, which you, so, so you're wondering, did Loyola just impose their will on a bunch of Florida teams to play low scoring games or were those teams also defensive minded? I guess we really don't know, but, uh, you know, coming out, I think they finished third place. I think they won their third place game. Um, and they, you know, kind of a getting those football players, they had three of them more integrated now. I think Andrew Hollerich, who's on the football team, had a big third place game with like 17 points. Um so getting those guys more integrated and in the rotation and fortifying that lineup, uh, I think it's going to be nice for them um, in conference play coming up here and just uh, a deeper bench is really going to help them in this, uh, the dog days of the, of the season.
1: All right. We'll touch more on that in the third quarter with way or no way, but let's move on over now to the second quarter where we hear from new Cherry boys, basketball player, uh, Jake Fegan, Jake obviously earning all tournament honors at the Pontiac tournament to Very prestigious tournament, so really cool recognition for Jake there. Um, Joe, I know you got a chance to catch up with Jake. What are
0: the folks at home going to hear? Um, Yeah, oh, quick correction on the final. Simeon beat um, Bennett. I think it was 52-49. If if my article says 39, I'm sorry. Bennett was down by as much as 20 but came back to make it really close. Um, Ah, I gotcha. He did lose by three, Um, but they were down most all, all of that game. Anyway, so sorry about that. Uh for Feegan, I mean, yeah, he scored the most points in this tournament, average twenty-two a game. Um, um, scored, I think 28, 20, 21, 12 in a in a blowout, and then back up to twenty-seven. So diversified his game. We talk about kind of the evolution of his game. We talk about uh the losses to Bloom to two good teams of Bloom and Curie, what that means. And we talk about just uh um overall what uh where they can improve as a team going forward.
1: All right, let's take a listen.
0: So, you know, a few days uh, out there in Pontiac. You guys finished 2-2, and a bunch of competitive basketball. Generally, how do you feel about how uh, the team played this week?
2: Um, I feel like we played okay. Um, I feel like this is going to be um, a really good learning experience for us. Um, we played some good teams, and um, I feel like that's going to help prepare us for when it really counts, um, in March. So I feel like Panic, it was a great learning experience for us as a team.
0: Okay. You know, you kind of said learning experience, you feel okay about how you play. What are some areas you think you guys can improve after, uh, what you saw this week?
2: Um, I think we can improve, um, kind of in our two losses, I'd say we were undersized, um, like, coming into the game just matchup-wise. Um, so I think kind of just being more physical and especially rebounding. Rebounding killed us a bit. Um, and kind of stopping some transition, like, transition defense um, it needs improvement. Um, and then kind of just continue to figure out our flow offensively um, and just keep getting better. Yeah.
0: Okay, and... Um... We'll go to that, that last game against Bloom. Um, very good team. Um, you guys kind of had back and forth in that fourth quarter. Uh, I don't know, in, in a tournament like that, what do those games come down to at the end?
2: I feel like it just comes down to like toughness, um, kind of who wants it more. Um, I feel like rebounding really killed us there, especially in the end. Um, we were able to get stops in the half court. We just couldn't limit second-chance shots. once they got the second-chance shots, easy layups um and that's just very deflating
0: the earlier loss to um curie obviously another very good team you guys were right there with them. i you know for me watching it it seemed like you had you got a lot of the looks as a team that you wanted did you guys feel like that and they just weren't falling
2: yeah i definitely i felt like that um I think we got some really good looks, especially in the second half. Um, and they just didn't fall, and that happens. Um, but like, like I said, defensively, like I think we were up. I'm not sure exact numbers, but we were up like six in the third, and they just went on a long run where it's just transition. Um, like they struggled to score on us in the half court, so we just needed to stop transition, and we we couldn't do that, and so. That made it tough on us. We had to depend on our offense, and we weren't scoring. So, yeah.
0: Um, You were named to the all-tournament team, um, which is, you know, the first team is only five guys. So in that prestigious tournament, what does that mean to you?
2: Um, It means a lot. i worked really hard to get my abilities to this point, and I think it's very special. There's a lot of talent, especially this year. Like it's stacked with top ten teams, top twenty teams, and many great players. So um, I feel honored to be a part of that team.
0: Yeah, I mean, if if you want, how would you rate your own performance? I know I think you averaged over twenty points a game, and um, it looked like you were you were working real hard out there. So how do you feel about how you performed?
2: Um, overall, I would say. Um, I'm pretty happy with my performance. Um, I feel like I started to put my game together more, um, really, it's been an emphasis for me to try to, um, kind of expand beyond the three-point line, so I think I did a pretty good job of that. Um, <clears throat> especially, like, getting to the free throw line, I got to the free throw line a lot, um, and so that just helps my game, helps me find rhythm with my shot, and, um, when you can get those easy baskets, um, it just helps your confidence. And I still think there's some areas that I can improve. I feel like there's always areas where you can improve to help your team.
1: Thanks so much, Jake, for joining us. As always, to all the players and uh, coaches who join us every week, appreciate everyone's help and feedback. Always good to get everyone's uh, you know impressions as to what's going on in the game and uh, getting their insight as well. All right, let's move on over now to the third quarter where we play our weekly game of way or no way. I throw out five propositions, and Joe and I either argue or agree uh, way that that can happen or is true, or way no way that cannot happen or is not true. Uh, (laughs) Going to be a basketball-heavy way or no way here. Um, So uh, start things off with Nutriere boys basketball. Joe, way or no way you think Nutriere did enough at Pontiac this year?
0: Yeah, since you phrased it that way, did enough? Yes, um, I think maximize. If you at, phrase it, did they do everything they could? I would have said no because I think both those games were winnable, and I think they could have been playing for third place um, had things broke. Uh, kind of the, the maximize their potential at that tournament. And like I said, I don't think they would have beaten Simeon, um, and it would have been it would have man that game. If they played third place against Juliet West, I would have that would have been a great game. But anyway. Um, so I think they just fell a couple times in close games, and you know you, you know good teams you're gonna have those close games in postseason they gotta learn how to win those um but uh, did they do enough? I'll say yes, wait. I'm gonna go with no way. I just i I feel like they they beat a Warren team that
1: is respectable and they beat Pontiac, obviously, but um, if I'm new cheer i I, I wanted to obviously I wanted to win the tournament, but I wanted to beat either Bloom or Curie, and I think. Um, you had that opportunity against Bloom, kind of a t- tight game there. You had you went cold against uh, um, Curry, so I'm going no way. I think you needed to win one of those games to kind of show that you can compete against some, uh, you know, some of the best in the state. I mean, obviously you beat Rolling Meadows, so you have the pedigree there, and you have shown um, that you can beat, you know, some of the better teams in the state. But I, I think doing it in Pontiac, especially doing it against Curie or Bloom, would have been you know something that needed to happen and kind of a good like launching pad where I think you're kind of like okay cool we beat the teams that we probably should have beaten we came up short against teams that we are probably going to compete against you know for deep postseason runs or anything like that so um I, I think I'll go with no way there just because I think that there's more that could have been done um and they're you know they could have kind of shown us a little bit more um and I don't think they did that that much um, at Pontiac. All right, Loyola girls basketball, like we talked about earlier, uh dropped its uh, second game of the year to Libertyville. Uh, way or no way, Joe, you're concerned about Loyola's ability to hang with the best in the state?
0: No way. Um, no, I think they can hang with anybody, especially because of that defense. I mean, really, it's, it's that good and it's that uh, – evolved over the years it's it's pretty you know you can't really break that defense can you bend it at times sure but um there aren't many um flaws in like foundational flaws in that defense so you're going to hang with everybody now we got to find ways to win those games as we're getting into the big um the big state tournament but i think they can and i think once they're in it and you know they have a you know some open shots to win it i and they make them and i think that's entirely possible
1: i'm really close on this one i really want to say no uh, i really want to say way I, I i feel like um i don't know i'm just i i still have not I, I think that stevenson win is a good win um but losing to macaulay and then losing to liberty i mean i know you're going to lose games during a season especially as long as basketball is but um I, i'll say no way i think i want to see more though um and i think we'll get an opportunity to see that from loyola pretty soon Um, but I'm kind of stuck in the middle right now. I'm going to go with no way. Um, I I, I mean, way, I think that it can, uh, you know, hang with uh, this team's, the state's best, but I do think that I want to see more. And that answer could honestly change in a week if I ask this again or in two weeks, um, just based on what happens in those two weeks, because I, I want to see more and I'm wanting to see more from this Loyola team. Um Loyola Boys Hoops, like we mentioned earlier, went to Florida and came back with a couple wins and a loss. Um, Joe, where Noah you feel better about Loyola Hoops after Loyal Boys hoops after uh, their Florida trip.
0: Yeah, I feel good about them coming back with those wins. I think that's a nice trip for them. Um I don't know if it's that surprising. I I, I kind of have a pretty good feel, I think. I think about who this loyal team is. Uh, I think they can get an upset here or there. Uh, I, I don't think they're a, you know, a state contender or anything like that. I think they're just a good solid team that you, you're you going to want to prepare for and be ready for in the playoffs. You you should not take them lightly. Uh, but are they, you know, a final eight team? I don't I don't think so. I think it would take um, everything breaking their way for that to happen. So um, I have a pretty good idea who they are. So I, I feel pretty good about it. It's a nice little run for them. I guess uh it could have gone poorly. Um so sure I'll say way but I have a pretty good idea who they are.
1: Yeah, I'll go with way here as well. I'm kind of in the same boat as you are. I think I know I know what this team is at this point. I know what they're going to be able to accomplish. I I think we're kind of used to Loyola kind of coming back from these tournaments and kind of sweeping and um making easy work. It kind of seemed like the last few years from their Florida tournament trips, but I mean, we know what this team is at this point. I think, uh, and uh, we want to see a little bit more, especially as they play deeper in the CCL. Um, But yeah, I'll go with the way I think we know, feel fine about them. I know what who they are at this point and what they're going to be when it comes time to uh, a postseason action. Nutria girls uh, went three and one at Dundee Crown. Where no way you feel like uh, Nutria girls did exactly what they needed to at that tournament
0: yeah, I think so. That's nice um that they got those three wins. I don't I think those were three games that were winnable. but for a team that's still figuring itself out, that doesn't mean they're gonna win them. Um, so um it was great to see them back off, especially I think they lost um you know, three or four in a row against tough opponents, but um we wanted to see them come back and we saw them get, uh, you know, a win over. Evanston, which was a nice win and uh, a couple more before the tournament then they pick up three go three and one in the dundee crown it's nice turn that right into this this coming shootout uh grow the game which they co-host and that's pretty cool um so um yeah i'm happy uh you know good for them was a nice nice finish
1: yeah i think this was i'll I'll go it away i I think this is as good as a performance that you probably could have gotten from them other than you know winning the tournament um but I think we were we've had questions about this new cheer girls basketball team and what they're able to accomplish and how they're able to overcome injuries and that kind of stuff and I think we saw that today um just or this uh tournament I should say just with what they're able to accomplish the kind of performances that they put together um and we'll hit on this more in the fourth quarter but I'm excited to see how they're able to kind of translate that into a big tournament this upcoming weekend um and of whether they are be able to build off of that as they uh, play in that tournament but also um you know compete in the CSL South are going to finish off things with way or no way here with wrestling um way or no way uh, way or no way um, you're impressed with Loyola's wrestling uh, 3-0 and start to the CCL duels on Tuesday.
0: Yeah, I saw that, but I'm going to be uh, honest here. I don't know who they beat. I haven't um, looked into it yet. I just saw that from their account today that they started 3-0. and You know, the the CCL um, on a team level is kind of top-heavy. Um, obviously, Maris is one of the best. Uh, Mount Carmel is usually up there, but um, it's not necessarily deep. Um, so I don't know who they wrestled against, but still um, starting that out with three, three wins is great. Uh, I wonder who they're going to wrestle next. Um, and uh, yeah, I, it, you know, winning duels. And again, this is uh, just kind of a uh, guesswork. Um, you got to have a full lineup. So it sounds like maybe they filled in some spots in that lineup, whether it's healthy or just got some kids going and, and put them in the right spots. Um, so that's a good thing for the second half of their season.
1: Yeah, I'll go with the way there as well, I think. Uh, um, just being able to start 3-0 in a CCL, even though we're not 100% sure wh- who they uh, competed against, we'll get more, um, they'll compete against on Wednesday. We're recording this on Wednesday, so they're going to get back to it and continue to up compete at the CCL um, duels. But regardless of who they competed against, I think it's a really good start. Uh, for Loyola and really kind of what you need to do um, heading into a critical January for wrestling teams. I mean, you're heading into the final stretch here before regional start at the beginning of February. So um, things should be pretty interesting moving forward. And uh, um, way, well, yeah, I'm encouraged by their start to the CCL uh, duels. All right. We are going to move on over now to the fourth quarter where uh, we're going to split things up here in the fourth quarter, start things off by um, talking about our favorite memories from 2022. Um, and then we'll move on to the future here and, uh, talk about some upcoming games for our area teams. Um, Joe, I'll, I mean, there's some, you know, easy ones to pick from. Obviously championships are always your favorite memories. Usually when it comes from a year and, uh, this area, uh, especially had a bunch of championships, um, for what, uh, happened, but, uh, what were some of your favorite memories, uh, from the 2022 calendar year?
0: Yeah, it was a good year um, for sports coverage and for, uh, you know, our local student athletes and, and coaches. It was pretty cool. Um, hard to pick just one. I think uh, just because I was invested to a lot of the games, I think the top moment you have to go with with uh, Loyola capping off their season with the state championship, starting it off on ESPN, playing against Mount Carmel in the most anticipated game of the year, and then uh, winning a state championship, um, it's pretty cool. It was a great season. Um and then they provided even more um, news when when coach John Halsek stepped down, so um not not a cool moment but a important and notable one. Um but I think that was probably the tops with with a um honorable mention or a, a you know second place, third place to uh the New Trier boys water polo team winning the first championship in school history, um field hockey winning their third straight for New Trier. Um just some pretty cool moments throughout this year. And, you know, the state championships, those are the ones that stick out the most. Um, but uh, I'll say Loyola has had to be number one.
1: Yeah, I think I'd, I'd agree with you there. I think that's definitely one of the better memories, obviously, some strong tennis seasons and um, swimming seasons and um, a lot of great stuff happening this year, a lot of great stuff um, from uh, what these, you know, athletes and kids, were able to accomplish this season There's was a lot of fun memories I think one of my favorite moments and it, it might seem a little weird come obviously came from a tragedy of you know the Highland Park shootings on July 4th but I remember I just enjoy remembering just how like the community kind of came together and I remember that you know new summer baseball um you know game that happened like a few days after and just like how you know sports kind of brought people together and you know kind of helped you know kids and parents and you know community members like kind of get away from the tragedy of what happened a few days ago previous to that baseball game and um that was kind of the cool moments of sports where um obviously winning championships is fun obviously winning is fun and all that kind of stuff But at the end of the day sports are just like another thing that kind of brings us together kind of helps teach us life lessons and um that was a really cool moment and then just seeing how the area kind of came together you know Highland Park strong for um you know other local teams how they kind of came together and showed their support throughout the football season or throughout the falls different seasons and they're still continuing their support of you know you know that community and everything like that so I think that's definitely one of my um you know championships were cool everything like that but just how the communities kind of came together to kind of lend hands to their neighbors and even if it didn't happen in your town like happened in the town next over or whatever like it was just kind of cool to kind of watch how the community came together especially how sports helped uh the community kind of come together um during some really dark times
0: yeah and that that baseball game was two days after um the shooting um so you know there there was really no uh functional reason for that game i shouldn't say functional. I, i don't know the right word but that game could have easily been canceled and, and just fine. And it should have been, but, you know, Highland park wanted to play. So, so did the Wilmette ways. And and that was, that was important. And uh, it was cool. You know, even if it was just a couple hours and Trier had kind of like a little pizza um, dinner afterward um, for the parents and for the players. Um, and that was really cool. I don't even know how they got those, those banners printed so quickly, um, but they did. And yeah, you're right. That was special. And, and if we want to just, Um, keep up with that theme that you spoke so well about, um, you know, Highland parks opening football game in the fall, you know, we added them to our coverage this year. And we talked about, you know, before the season, you know, talking to coaches and players, they didn't want to make it about that. You know, they wanted to play football and make it about football and compartmentalize that. And uh, of course that that's wonderful. And I'm glad, I was glad to um, respect that. Uh, you know, but game one, you know, it's hard not to notice that there was a lot of people in the stands for a Highland Park football game. You know, a lot of people came out to their home opener and watched them to a comeback victory. So, pretty cool stuff there. They won their first two games, and um, I think um, that was important too. So, it, it was cool to see that. Um, another thing that happened in this calendar year, and just because I'm a big hoops guy, were the runs by the Loyola girls last year and the Nutrier boys. That Nutrier boys team was legit uh, one of the state's best um kind of cursed to be in the same sectional as another one of the state's best in glenbrook south last year but man were those epic battles with those teams and kind of culminating in the sectional final a last second shot didn't fall but that was a ton of fun um kind of following them throughout the year and uh, loyola made a run to the super sectional and lost for the state champion stevenson who uh they very well could have beat so uh, very good hoop season last year, and I hope for a finish that's just as good. But um, just other things that we can remember throughout the year that were fun and exciting, and and like you said, sports is a big part of our coverage. We enjoy doing it, but it also <laughs> I think that's partly because we recognize it as a as a kind of unifier and a glue element for uh, every community.
1: Yeah, definitely. So a lot of fun memories in 2022, and um, let's start talking about some fun memories that we're hoping to create in 2023, especially this weekend. Um, Nutrier hosting the Grow the Game tournament, um, this upcoming weekend. Obviously, a, um, a big component of what the New Trier Girls basketball program is, is trying to, you know, grow the game, you know, for, you know, girls around, uh, you know, not only in the New Trier area, but across the state and across the country. Um, and, and this tournament, Joe, is always a cool reminder of just like how much, you know, that has kind of shown itself, how, how much it's grown over the past, you know, five, ten 10. 15 20 years and this tournament is just part of that you know great revolution
0: yeah the this is just you know and and we just talked about terry rogers winning that um award from the hall of fame the courage award for for her work on this term she co-founded and we did a story last year it was co-founded a pizza parlor like so many great chicago ideas uh which is great and um just the next level of this or the next uh Iteration, um, and you know we got more teams involved, up to thirty plus, hosted this year. I think probably because of conflicts, because new is renovating the Winnecke Campus gym, so both basketball teams and I have to use uh, North Field, but um, it's being hosted here in Lions, out in Lagrange and Stevenson. So and North Central College is playing a role. So we're getting a lot of teams involved, a lot of women's basketball, a lot of women's officials, coaches it just keeps uh growing um pardon the pun and uh it's just a cool shootout they got a bracket with eight teams i believe um and i think it, everybody's guaranteed in that bracket three games and then you have a um uh the shootout portion of it which is a two day format of just uh you know games from teams for all the region, region i know Highland parks involved so we'll be covering them as well and i know that Uh, they play on Saturday against like normal university high. So teams are coming out of uh, central Illinois to play in this coming from all over state. Pretty cool. Um, And uh, I'm excited for it. And some really good teams this year. We got St. Ignatius in there. Uh, Of course, I don't have the bracket in front of me. Um, There it is. Oh, Lions, Mother Macaulay, Trinity. We got some really good teams here um, and it's going to make for a good tournament. Um, and I'm excited to see it and uh, how uh, our local teams, Nutria and Highland Park, do.
1: Yeah, it should be a lot of fun, especially with uh, uh, Nutria and St. Ignatius starting things off on Thursday. Um, that should be a really good game. And they are a really good test for Nutrier. I mean, you know, beyond the great implications of this tournament, um, Nutria is trying to prove something right now. And I think that they will get a great opportunity to do so in this really strong tournament, um, no matter who they play. Um, you know, kind of moving forward because th- this tournament has a lot of great teams, and a lot of challenges and opportunities to kind of prove yourself that uh, um, they can really compete against some of the state's best.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Uh, their opening round game against Saint Ignatius is no joke. Um, that's a very good team. Um, and uh, but from there, you know, like I said, they're guaranteed three games. Um, so you know they can make a run anywhere and, and get in some good tournament action. Um, and uh we're excited to, I'm I'm excited to, to see them grow. We're gonna catch up with them over the weekend. Um and see that. So you can check out that story sometimes after the weekend. Um but uh it's 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 a good shootout, um an exciting one. Yeah, definitely a fun one, always fun to uh see what um go, what's going to be going
1: on. Um Loyola girls basketball gets uh um some you know, some games in against Sandberg and Northside. So um, some good opportunities to kind of bounce back and maybe get rid of some um holiday, you know, um, I don't know, jitters is the right word, but just, you know, kind of get their rust off there. So they'll be competing there as well. Um, while the boys will be competing um back after their uh, you know, Florida tournament run. They'll get back into things here in the state of Illinois. And I'm trying to there you uh they'll uh compete against Leo on Friday, and then they got OPRF on Saturday and then St. Lawrence on Tuesday before playing St. Ignatius next Friday so um, a nice little stretch here for Loyola boys uh, with Leo OPRF and St. Lawrence in the next week
0: yeah yeah we'll see what they can do here Um, you know Leo Leo's depending on It's it's not the biggest school, but you know they they can bring it on the court. And uh, St. Lawrence, why am I blank? Didn't I just see them play? Oh, Highland Park. Yeah, they played Highland Park out here at Tosh, Um, and they've got a tough team. They've got a nice team that can do some things. So um, that'll be a fun matchup for them um, for Loyola to get back in the flow of things here in Illinois.
1: Yeah, I think that's the most important thing is just trying to kind of get back into things and getting on that group, um that they kind of built in Florida, but kind of get steady there um, moving forward. And then for Newtrier, back to conference play, they'll play Niles West, who's nine and six uh, on Friday. Then they've got Hinsdale South on Saturday. Um, so a little double, a little back to back here with the conference opponent and then a non-con on Saturday for the Trebian boys.
0: Yeah, Niles um, West pretty good this year. Yeah. Um... You know, Nine so and six, Trier, yeah. Yeah, has got to be just ready for it. And Hinsdale Central's kind of the big team out here there in Hinsdale. But uh, you know, I think they go or do they host? I can't remember. But just be ready, a team you can see very often. And I, I love that um that neutrier uh plays a lot of teams from all over the place just to get those different looks uh is pretty cool. They play a ton of games and and that's only to their benefit.
1: Yeah, definitely. We're, obviously we got some wrestling happening here, Joe, but you got anything else going on that you're looking forward to before we say goodbye?
0: I always like to see that, you know, say that we need to catch up with some teams we have to catch up with uh, swimming. Um, Nutria boys, obviously a talented school, uh talented program and uh, the Loyola boys uh, did very well at state last year. So we didn't forget about you. We got to catch up with them soon. And we hope to, um, but uh, yeah. I think that's it. It was a happy New Year to everybody out there, like Mike said, and um, excited to get back. It's a little slow uh, through the holidays, but get back into things on the sports side.
1: Yeah, especially uh, happy to get some games back in, but uh, excited about twenty twenty three and all the great stuff it's going to bring and uh, a lot of great stories that it's going to bring as well. But that's everything that we've got for this week's episode of the varsity podcast. Thanks so much as always for listening, just a quick reminder that you can subscribe to the podcast anywhere that they're available, make sure you check us out and keep up with us there. Um, make sure you uh, also uh, subscribe. We always appreciate it. It helps us uh, get to more listeners who also like listening about Illinois high school sports, especially in the North shore. So um, we always appreciate you uh, taking the time to do that and the kind words word you always send as well. Uh, make sure to check out my stuff at Friday night drive. It's the off season for football, but that doesn't mean we're not putting any content together. I'll have a list of the top 10 CCLE uh players to look forward to in 2023. Uh, CCLE CC, obviously becoming bigger next year with uh, two new teams and some realignment happening in that uh, mega conference for next year. So uh, make sure you check out our work there. And as always, make sure you catch up and subscribe to the record North show not only uh, sports stuff from Joe, but also all the other news features and events and everything that's happening up there. Make sure you subscribe because he's your best source for everything that's happening in those communities. So for Joe and I, thanks so much for joining us this week, and we will talk to you guys down the road.
0: See ya. Thank you for listening to the varsity uh, product of the record, org, your nonprofit local newsroom.